Well, we are a handful of games into this new NBL season and it has the Sydney Kings hunting three titles in a row. They've started very brightly as well. Southeast Melbourne, Phoenix uh, getting the job done last night. Too good for the 36ers and the action continues at the Win Entertainment Centre tonight when Illawarra hosts Melbourne United. ESPN's Kane Pittman is with us for the first time this season. How are you doing, Kano? Good morning, Sam. Doing very well. Always a pleasure to talk basketball with you. And likewise, appreciate it. Been a while. In fact, actually, last time we spoke, you were over there in the US, NBA Finals, living the dream. How did you possibly come down from that? Yeah, it was a little bit difficult, but the good thing is that uh, sometimes the craziest period of particularly the NBA, but even the, the NBL offseason now comes uh, through August, September when there's no games. So uh, <laughs> plenty of excitement. And you know this coming off AFL uh, trade season, Sam. Indeed, and I'm just impressed you survived, given you're over there with my old mate Johnny Clark as well. So that is no mean feat that you came back in one piece. But this NBL season, I'll tell you what, have we already got three coaches under some real pressure here? There's CJ Bruton at Adelaide, John Reilly in Perth, and Illawarra's Jacob Jacobus. Are all three of these guys in the hot seat at the moment? I think it's it's very, very early in the season, and I think they're in a decent spot right now. But if we do focus on the Adelaide 36ers, I think... Overall, if you look at this organisation, where they've been last year and now this year when there's been a constant turnover of players, they haven't been winning on the court. And the whole franchise just has not felt settled at all. And it's already extended into this year with an import change before the season even started. Uh, They've got a bunch of new players. They've got a next star whose role has changed throughout the season. So uh, I think if you look at the teams at the top end of this league year on, year out, it's the teams that are pretty settled from the start. They make the right import selections. And unfortunately uh, for the Adelaide 36ers, they just haven't done that. Yeah. And what we saw, didn't Brisbane, when did they do their firing last season? Probably only about a quarter of the way through the season, wasn't it? Yeah, that was very early. And, and that typified the season that the Bullets had. And once you start making those changes, it's typically more about the the player personnel. You don't often see in the NBL coaches moved on that early. So that was absolutely a shock uh, from Brisbane. But the NBL moves quickly. There's Mm. only 28 games in the regular season. The 36ers are now one and five. Uh, The Perth Wildcats, a a franchise that has such high expectations every single year from the fan base over there. They're two and three. So they're still in the mix. They're still okay for now. But Adelaide, it already feels like time has run out on them and we're only a couple of weeks in. Yeah, indeed. No, that's a watch. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask you about, um, you know, the coaches that are waiting in the wings as well and whether this can put pressure on clubs. So I don't think Brian Gorgian's got a job at the moment. Trevor Gleeson as well is highly decorated in this league. So can that influence clubs thinking? Uh, absolutely. And this was something that, you know, we certainly discussed towards the back end of last year with someone like Trevor Gleeson, who you just mentioned, who uh, has settled into uh, media life uh, pretty well. He's been doing some stuff very and I think he's had a, a bit of fun doing that. But you're talking about one of the, the absolute primetime coaches in Australia, and uh, he doesn't have a job right now. And if you are any of those franchises, it would be silly not to at least uh, make a call. Uh, you know, the Perth Wildcats is the interesting one. He's won five titles uh, with the Wildcats' Trevor Gleeson we're talking about here. And uh, I'm sure there would be plenty of fans that would want him back. And Trev, uh, at the moment, not coaching. He is still uh, technically, or has been on, on the books with the Toronto Raptors for another year here. So I'm not sure whether he's desperate to get back into coaching, but certainly from speaking to him, uh, it's going to be a part of his future. That's what he's uh, been doing for so long now. Is it too early, Kane, to say that Melbourne and Sydney... 
um, have separated themselves a bit. Are they, are they clear, if we had to look at the hierarchy, clear leaders at, at this stage or you want to see more? They will be, if I have to guess right now, in the top three for sure. I mean, they are absolutely loaded, particularly the Kings. And it's kind of scary watching this Sydney team. You already referenced the fact they're going... Uh, for three straight titles. But they had significant roster turnover in the offseason. They lost a, a bunch of championship players, uh, Xavier Cooks, DJ Pasiovic, a number of their imports. Uh, but what they did do was keep their entire bench stacked with local talent. They've got uh, Jalen Galloway, who's having an unbelievable start to this season. He might be someone that is a, is a future NBA player. And they brought back the MVP from only 18 months ago in Jalen Adams. So the Sydney Kings have started better than they have in the previous two years as well. So they look great. But I wouldn't rule out the Tassie Jack Jumpers. I love what they've done so far this season. They retooled their roster. They've got more offensive firepower than they've had in any other season. So I, I really, really like what the Tassie Jack Jumpers are doing. And mm. they've been around the mark the last couple of seasons. Talking all things NBL with ESPN's Kane Pittman. A reminder, you can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL live on ESPN, of course. Matthew Delavadova, another concussion, uh, Kane. We know his history in this space. Will we see him back soon? I mean, United had Shaili last year as a cautionary tale, obviously. How do you see this playing out? Well, I think with Shaili, that's a a great point that you make, Sam, because this was uh, unfortunately an incident with Shaley, multiple concussions last year that derailed the United season because he was such an important player for this team. But uh, what it does tell you from that experience last year that uh, this Melbourne United staff are not going to leave any stone unturned when mm. it comes to seeking the appropriate uh, action here moving forward for Matthew Delavadova. Now, uh, for those that might not be aware, going back a couple of seasons ago now around uh, 2021 and then 2022, Daly had some significant concussion problems. He only played 13 games out of 160 in the NBA due to uh, a concussion first and some soft tissue injuries as well. But um, to your point, this is nothing new for Daly. And uh, the second you hear his name and the words concussion, uh, particularly after an incident where he was kind of landed on by a player, hits his head on the floor, uh, I don't think based on history uh, you could suspect that he's going to be back anytime soon. No, that's going to be, that's got, I mean, yeah, and I'm loath to predict, but that's going to be several weeks, yeah. you would think, at a minimum, wouldn't you? Uh, you would assume so. And again, these things can change pretty quickly, but just based on the history and, and mm. how the franchise in recent times has treated these issues, I, I think that that would be a reasonable expectation to at least prepare yourself if you're a Melbourne United fan. Yep, it's an increasingly concerning space. Hey, we're speaking about the NBA preseason. They're, they're, they're playing some NBL clubs over there at the moment. I've caught some of these. Um, Nuggets obviously coming off the title last time out. Have you got an early pecking order for us in the NBA? What's that landscape look like? Yeah, well, I love the Denver Nuggets, and, and maybe that's not the, uh, the, the pick that everyone wants to go with because we like to see these other teams come through, but uh, they were so dominant in the playoffs last year. They were 16-4 and four overall, 8-1 and one after they got to the conference finals. They took care of the Lakers in the conference finals and then the Miami Heat very, very comfortably. So uh, the thing with Denver is that their three best players, whether it's Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, they're all 28 or under. This is still a very, very young core. You feel like they're only going to be better now that they've gone through uh, a whole championship campaign together. Uh, Jamal Murray was coming off an ACL injury last year, so he's got a full off-season under his belt as well. So Denver are right there, but the Western Conference is stacked. The mm. Phoenix Suns, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Clippers um, continue to go down the list. And I think for Australian fans, the Oklahoma City Thunder with Josh Giddy, who tore up the World Cup for the Boomers, 
Uh, they're going to be one of the must-watch teams and, and one of the potential risers, which is going to be fun for Australian fans. Kane, great to talk to you again, mate. Appreciate you bringing us up to speed uh, on the NBL. I'm sure we'll speak again in the not-too-distant future, especially once things get underway in the NBA. Uh, great pleasure. Thanks, mate. Anytime. Thanks, mate.